Hey, Bollywood lovers. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome back, you guys. <laughs> Look at me being so enthusiastic because it's because I've missed everyone, including you, Remjin. How have you been? I've been all right, you know, just trying to figure some life things out outside of the Bollywood world. How about you? Oh, bitch. Likewise. Likewise. Uh, however, we do have a surprise for our audience, right? Coming out this week. Is that right? What is a surprise? Right? A little drum roll. You'll find out. You will find out. Everyone's going to be linked. Um, just, you know, keep refreshing our pages and uh, you'll see it soon enough. Uh, but to answer your question, um, I've been good. I've just been figuring out some things, you know. As you know, we've had many, many conversations about it. Uh, so making time for the podcast has been a journey. Let's just say that. Yeah. But we're here. Wanted to talk about what's happening currently with like the whole Ranveer Alio wedding coming up. I think that's a really exciting topic. And I know we had like... <gasps> Yes, tell me your thoughts. Yes. Oh my god, I'm I'm excited beyond. I just every time Bollywood turns into like shoddy Twitter, I love it. I well, it's it's like divided, right? Because there's people who like to create chaos and like talk shit and bring up exes and like post pictures from their past. I personally do not like that stuff. Um, I enjoy more of like the fan edits and when they're talking about, oh, like, what is she going to look like? What designers are they going to wear? Um, that is more interesting. So what designers are they going to wear? Logistics of the wedding. Apparently Manish Malhotra. Apparently, but but Aliyah has also been a really consistent client for Sabia. So I don't know. I think from what I heard, it was a mix of both Manish and Sabia. Like, I, I would think like, you know. That would only make sense, right? Like, Manish should be, like, the Dharma homage, and then Sabya would be, like, I mean, the traditional Bollywood. Yes. And then what about, like, Ranbir? And, like, what, what color do you... The traditional... Like, what color Punjabi, do you envision yeah, for them to North be, Indian. you know, like, a light, soft pink, kind of like how Anushka did hers, or, like, a traditional red, or maybe another color, like, oh. a green or something? Remind me if I'm if I'm incorrect, but did Karishma do back in the day? Because that is the only Kapoor wedding that I can think of off late. I know some other cousin got married too. Um, I think it's gonna be like a tra- either very traditional or like really uh, not really modern, but like a mix of them, like fusion, right? Because I I think Karishma did, or maybe it's just me. It's just my memory it tricking me a little bit. Maybe she did like a a pink, like a pale pink, uh, like very blush. Um, I think for Alia, mm-hmm. I just like a mom. I know her style's very yeah. Alia's personal style is very clean, clean color palette always, clean face, uh, muted or light colors, very yeah. clean. Yeah, I just can't see her like in red. Like she doesn't do. Yeah, yeah. I, she's like, done I think red she'd look before beautiful. though. She's done red. Yeah, in color. I think she'd look beautiful. She did. She yeah. would look beautiful, though. What a pretty, pretty girl. Uh, she's beautiful. And I'm excited for Ranbir, too. I think too, the softer tones kind of fashion... just... Yeah. I was going to say the softer wedding. colors definitely um, kind of, like, work better on yeah. her. Just because 
yeah, just because she has, like, the really nice cheekbones and, like, the dimples. And it's just, like, a soft kind of hue with, like, her hair, too. And, like, yep. soft, loose curls rather than, like, yep. a tight bun or, like, a, you know, middle part. Um, so, yeah. I don't want a traditional look for her. I don't know. I mean, I was saying, um, no, before I say that, I was just going to say, I think, to my knowledge, Kapoor's are very traditional. So I just don't know how they would want her to, like, be styled, like, very, maybe very traditional, like, the whole family portrait kind of thing. Um, but maybe they'll just go fully, you know, the other way. Uh, like, they're a little bit alternative, both her and Ranveer. Ranveer has made some... Uh, He's made some interest in fashion choices, and I'm excited to see what he's going to wear. I think, unlike most guys, he's very personal about, like, he takes fashion pretty personally. And I think the choices that he's going to make are going to be more curated to him rather than, like, just something being assigned to him as a second thought. Um, so, you know, he's secretly a fashionista. You don't think his shopping. mom, like Nitu, would, Kapoor would have like any suggestions? Okay, like this is what I think would be a good pair for Ooh. you guys to wear. Maybe Probably. like for the actual ceremony, like I think she'll have input, but then maybe for the reception and such, like. Also, the sister. The sister's very fashioning and yeah. stylish too. The sister's really stylish. Yep. Rhythma, right? Yeah, I I feel like they were I feel like they're all gonna be in because they're such a huge colossal family. Uh, well, if you like, if you take out the nuclear, uh, well, you know, Rishi's no longer, but Nitu and Rudima, um, Ranbir, I, I think they're really close. It's a close knit family, so I, I feel like they're sitting in on the meetings. Uh, whether you know what are they gonna wear, what colors are gonna look nice, like they're really in on it. Like yeah, though they're. They're going to make some choices that are very personalized, but I, I, I think the parents and the sisters are involved on either yeah, side. Yeah, I am too. I think, like, of course, any wedding like, comes around, it's just a, such a celebration of joy, and, like, it's just the top leading actress, right, in current times, getting, you know, becoming this part of a huge, like, Kapoor Khandan or family, right? It's just, like, this familial two generations coming together yeah. and so you know people are probably going to call it like the wedding of the century i know like the reporter certainly will and let's see if it lives up to the hype you know certainly excited to see what that entails honestly same i know we've had big weddings in the past priyanka sonam uh Deepika and priyanka were kind of parallel uh katrina is the latest that we saw yep yep katrina's was gorge Stunned, delicious, gave. Katrina's gave. was gorgeous. I mean, like, stunning. <laughs> Not me being all gay about this. Uh, she really gave. I didn't expect her to go so hard. I mean, I, I really liked. And uh, <laughs> that was my segue, Revgen, into our topic. But I would yeah, let you introduce absolutely. <laughs> Before that, how do you feel about being the namesake for this movie and one of the more, uh, one of the core uh casts i i know stole your name, that's bitch. crazy i mean Kawara i, I absolutely loved it i was like oh there's a character with my name in it like absolutely love the representation and she's also like a northeast indian actor so like yeah all the more like i love that so, for them today we're gonna talk about Bazai though which uh we also did a trailer review from uh in our pilot episode if you want to go back and check that out um, and come back here right away. 
this is a film directed by Harshwarlan Gulkarni, starring Raj and Bhumi, with Rimjim's Gonna Tell Us, who is the additional cast-in, who made for really yeah. interesting characters. I love how you just leave the cast names up to me. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Why? Well, we got. I love it. <laughs> um, we have Chum Darang who plays Rimjim, and then Gulshan Devaya who plays Guru, and yeah. Shiva Chadda, of course, like she's been recurring in roles since Dal, I remember, and she's just done such yeah. a fantastic job, as well as Seema Bhargava. So, just all really very dynamic and interesting characters who really build and add to the plot and the masala of it all. Oh yeah, absolutely. How so initial thoughts on the movie. I know we were on the casting, so I want to talk about casting a little bit since we mentioned that. Brendan, let me pose this to you and then you can maybe direct this back at me. How do you feel about the casting? Did you feel like it was for inclusive or just exclusively for like it was this marketed as something I don't like I'm going really heavy footed, but exclusively for straight people made by straight people starring straight people. Like, is it that sort of a thing? Like, how do you think I that think was balanced? That you are answering your own question here. Uh, I'm going to right back to you because I want your lens oh on God. it. Um, my lens doesn't hold as much of an importance here. I want to hear from you what you think i obviously thought it was fantastic but (laughs) the casting needs work so tell us yeah tell us okay if anyone's listening or if there's you know this falls in someone's ear who's like important enough to like make a change this is the only thing i have to address right i'm not going to go in circles about it because people hate it and they think i'm like privileged but I just feel, yeah, I understand you have to market it at a certain level. This was a sequel for a movie that was, like, you know, very critically acclaimed, very loved, beloved by the audience. Um, and now the sequel includes queer, a queer love story, right, of sorts. I feel like if you cannot justify the main characters to be, like, actually queer people... <sighs> Maybe have like recurring characters, or maybe have guest cameos or something who who identifies as queer. Um, just because you would, you know, validate them a little bit more. You bring in more people in. You know, those are those are just my feelings on it. However, I would mention this. I was reading, um, not reading because I don't read. I don't know how to. But I was watching some interview, and I think yeah. either Raj or the director of the movie, Harshwarden, they they mentioned how they were constantly in touch with um, this queer community from Mumbai. I think they're like the queer family or Gacy family or something uh, to like get checks, like proofreads on um, the script and like the screenplay just to make sure they're doing everything right. Two That's claps cool. for that. <laughs> I applaud it's, the straight. Uh, the casting may not have been done to your liking or like, you know, but I still think that um, people who do make this type of content, they are aware. They're aware that, you know, the, the people that they may put be putting on the screen, uh, screen may not be fully um, representative, but they still try to go to those writers, right, to add that little bit of queer touch, right, or to have those stories, that nuance, Mm. right, it doesn't come from straight writing, right? Did you feel the nuance was there when it comes, like, like, just help me understand overall, did you feel that the plot was done well? Um, overall, 
there were some nuances. There were some jokes that I think are really specific to the community. There's a point that I missed because I've seen the movie a couple of times now, right? Like done like really like rapid watching, just like speed watching. Um, there was a joke where Roger was like, "Oh, did you lie about being like versatile?" Which is a gay, which is a gay joke about like. It's like a joke that's like built up in the movie. I thought that was funny. There are some other nuances too, like they did the pride in the end. And I feel like the big movie, oh, not me spoiling it though. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it just in the beginning. Okay, spoiler ahead, because uh, I do have to talk about it. It's been forever since the movie's been out on Netflix, so go watch it. Do not be lazy. I did think, yes, they tried to add some niches um, to this movie and just make it a little bit more wholesome. So I did feel it. Did I feel included? Yes. I, I did feel like I was on the journey with them. Because Rim Jim, very realistically, um, I could have been in Raj's place in a parallel universe. I could have been that person. I could have been forced into like a hetero marriage and like do that, like not getting too dark but like you know that's a very real possibility and it does happen mm -hmm. so I, I think to that end it was really smart to have someone like Raj come on board with this because he's he's been there for the LGBT really which one he was in he did that movie that law uh, um what was it called like his yes my god I should fucking know this um, that he did Eklarki with Sonam. Um, here and there, he's just showed his stance, right? He's just not outright like an ally, but I, I think he's here for the girls. Um, so bringing someone on board like this is like, I think it's justified. And I was happy to see a Northeast Indian in it, Chum Durang. So really happy. That made me really yeah, happy. Yeah, I mean. So Priley's happy. I mean, the, the, <laughs> so see, that's the, we can that's move the on. other thing. Like, yeah. okay, so one, I definitely want to address that, um, but do you think actors would be doing certain roles if they didn't support it, right? Sure, they don't have an outwardly support, but this is their outwardly oh, yeah. support. Like, art speaks to whom people are, you know? Maybe everyone doesn't go to, like, Twitter or, you know, express in that way. But isn't this their outward show of, of acceptance of the community? Like, mm. he's done quite a few films. He's done Oligard, he's done this, and you mentioned Eklarki. Quite a few. Then why is Boomy there? She's done none of them. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying, like, as, as an artist, right? Like, and just purely looking like, at it from that this angle. This is an outward show. This is the of, outward show, mm. right? Of acceptance, of loving the community, right? I, I'm just trying to understand your lens, too. I feel like that's a bare minimum as actors, though, Renjin, because the platform is so huge, you know? And I feel like actors that have the status quo, it's like Raj and Boomy, they can do more. They can do more okay, allyship. But Raj comes from a completely separate, like he, he he's not born from nepotism, right? Pumi, um, on the other hand, yes, you know, but she he does is come very from wealthy, a minister, really son. affluent now, right? There yeah, are people who are like even more privileged in the industry who don't elite. take up those roles. So tell me now, right? Do you think he's still a? I feel like he's still a better ally than some of the people in the industry. Yeah, probably. I mean, I'm and I'm appreciating that. That's what I was trying to do. And I'm like, oh, my two little slow claps. I do appreciate that. But I feel like what I won't do personally in life is just put straight people or straight identifying people unless I know otherwise. Um, 
to put them on a pedestal just for taking up a job. Because at the end of the day, you know, to quote your own words, this is very much a business. This is very much a paycheck to them. And Rimjim, I've met actors who can come across really homophobic or not the most inclusive, uh, but then they would go ahead and do a role that has to do with like homosexuality. Because like when they're playing a, a character on screen, that's a different person and they could do it for like various reasons, right? It doesn't also, it doesn't always have to be like but allyship. we're talking about representation in the industry, right? We're not talking yeah. like what they believe on a personal level in their own household, right? Because at the end of the day, I don't think that's going to impact you in particular. What's going to impact no. the community in particular, yeah. is their outward show and representation, right? And I'm not putting Rod on a pedestal by any means. I'm just saying these type of roles, once they get more and more normalized, we will hopefully start seeing more representation in these roles being casted mm. properly, right? So th that's just my take. Mm. I'm, I'm not here to Cute. disagree. I'm just here to add, like, another lens to it. No, not at all. Yeah, I guess I can agree to that. I just personally would expect a little bit more. You know, I would expect more and I'll tell you why. And then I'll tell you why. It's because I've been following Sonam since 2010. And now maybe people and maybe yourself can say, oh, Sonam is very niche though. Sonam's different. She's always been very whatever, well, given her privilege. Uh, she's been an ally from like day one. Even like in awkwardness, she's like shown her support really outwardly from Jim. Before it was cool, let me add. Uh, she doesn't do movies close to the number of movies that Raj and Bhumi do, right? Uh, so I'm not targeting them personally, but I'm just saying, yeah, okay, great. Great that you took off this task and did the role and made the movie, got it out, distributed it. But you could do more as an ally. That's all I'm saying. And uh, that's where I would tie... I could tie representation into that too, and I feel like the more people that do it, I'm sure there are more there are more queer allies in the industry. Um, not everyone's going to be able to star in a movie, you know. Yeah, if movie but not everyone is going to amount to getting made. I, I, a lot of them are not going to get the chance, even right, to come even close to that. But what they could do is just accelerate and like elevate our voices. No, a I, bit I get more. your point, and I I know sometimes a huge ally, but I just feel like. Not everyone will maybe necessarily be an outward advocate like she is, right? Other people have different mechanisms. And some maybe some of these folks yeah. are donating to charities behind the scenes and we don't know, right? And so I think, like, the level of expectation maybe a public Ooh. outward is, like, I think difficult to evaluate. Yes, <laughs> I'm not just, my expectations. I mean, I just, I'm just saying, um, like, okay, not I everyone can be a Sonam and have money to produce a film like Iklarki, right? Like, just think about it, all the different mechanisms. She's been jobless for over, uh, since 2018. What no, but money? like, like Hansel Sir <laughs> produced, um, or directed, Ligur, right? I don't think anyone saw that film. I mean, not a lot of people did, but it was highly acclaimed. It, no, yeah, I mean, I it's not. a good one. <laughs> I recommend, right? And so, yeah. you know, I mean, this conversation can go on forever. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there yeah. are dynamics in place. Of course, like, we're not at the level of Sonam, but, like, we can all aspire to get there. And I think people are trying to make the move, right? Like, she may have done it a decade ago, which is really admirable. But I think slowly, slowly, the industry is okay. trying to get to our level, you know? 
Yeah, and once they get to her level or right there, I'll I'll acknowledge it. But right now, I don't want to. Okay, okay, <laughs> all right. So the only acknowledgement they're gonna get from me at this moment are just those two claps that I give them uh, prior to this bit. That I think I'm gonna edit them out because they're not good enough for you. <laughs> no, nothing like that. <laughs> so, so okay. Kidding. So tell me now, what was like your favorite part of the movie like what did you just completely enjoy and then i'll tell you mine because i definitely have one my favorite bit do i have one i've not thought about it i think it would definitely be the meat cute like the uh when the characters raj and boomy um so shuhul and tumi sumi sorry shuhul and tumi when they first sumi Sumi, to I'm going to remember this. And he's not Shuholish Shardol. Please take this out. <laughs> not me. Like, going, they're going to be like, this bitch, first of I all, he like goes off it. our ethics and like our uh, whatever. And now he's like uh, misgendering and misnaming us. No. Okay, Shardol and Sumi, when they first meet up in the police station, um, and then he goes on and he like figures out, he's like, oh, like she's the same cast as me, whatever. Maybe this would be a potential match. Let me talk to her. Um, that was really cute. I that whole bit, though, a little bit problematic because if you know involving all the mm-hmm. social politics, which I don't want to get into, um, was really it was cute. Like they had a little, they had the rom com meet cute, and then I liked the bit where they're like where they were like sitting in the park and like conversing, um, and someone like interrupts them, like thinking that they're like lovers or something because they get persecuted in India when you're doing that outside. So. That was cute. That was really funny. That would be my favorite bit for sure. Or the honeymoon. When they go on the honeymoon. That okay. would be well one of my favorite parts too. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I was going to say it's that. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know what I like about the, uh, the honeymoon is that she yeah. like, she's like third wheeling it. Right. Sorry. Spoilers guys. So, but it's still so cute that they are like including her in everything hmm. and she also feels really comfortable to just be on her own like i think that was such a cool part like yeah she just takes a little motorbike and just does her own thing like probably the most liberated that she would have felt right like just going to that character's diagnosis a little bit i feel like that was maybe the most liberated that she had felt yeah like up until that point yeah anyway, up until that on, point please. definitely yeah. And then I think my, like, really yeah. cute, like, the meet cute that I absolutely loved was definitely when Shardul, Raj's character, meets um, Gulshan Devaya's character, Guru. Like, the lawyer plus the cop combination Ooh. of just, like, I'm trying to equalize the justice okay. system. Blue lives matter. <laughs> you know, just, like, the gaze <laughs> and, like, it was just absolutely lovely just seeing, you know, and the sequence playing in the back. Of just like, mm. you know, two men feeling really comfortable. The pride and the colors. Like, the, there was a wedding going exactly. in the back. Yeah. And um, that was really was lovely. Cute. And even towards the end, and just really enjoyed it. Hey, what about, what about Boomy and Chum's uh, meet cute? So, Sumi and Remjim's meet cute. That was kind of cute, though. Like, when she checks her She's blood like, pressure. We Not don't need to have cute, your blood taken out. Like, we can go for a you coffee. Know I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so funny. 
Uh, yeah, and then she she just takes up a random test just so she could spend more time with her, right? And like get to she was trying to uh, she was using her gaydar really. My God. Oh yeah. Miss Boomy. It's a over there. it's a Ms. testament Boomy. to her character too uh, because she's using her gaydar. Um, because she empathized really quickly. You know, she was like, "Oh, like I didn't know you were in this situation. Like I've left my family behind." Right, Rimjim says that, and then, you know, hmm. um, then they like. Even though she knows that she's in a lavender marriage, like Rimjim knows that, like you know, Sumi's in a lavender marriage, she still moves in. Like I think that is like really, really gutsy, right? Like think about it, and she knows the consequences for that. Like Hmm. I felt like that part maybe needed a little bit more work. Now, like because up until that point, the building, yes, Tum's character Rimjim was not built up to that point where we as an audience would know if she's like okay or not okay with it right like she's just she's just been introduced they have their first that moment in the hospital or the clinic and then they go outside have a drink have a beverage and then she like reveals it to her right away which i think what they were trying to show is oh she's like being honest from the jump as to not build it up as like a suspenseful thing for her to later find out but she's like being honest and upfront about it but I feel like if they're if they were gonna be girlfriends and get into a partnership at some point, there could have been a little bit of like a conflict there, maybe like a soft conflict, right? If not like a a huge fight, be like I can't be with you, like you're already fucking married. Um, maybe a little bit of that. Maybe she could have like resisted it. She's like, you know what? I don't want that. I just left my family. I'm just starting to taste independence a little bit. I, I don't want to third wheel your marriage or whatever that looks like, right? Um, so that bit needed a little bit more work, I found. But other than that, I really enjoyed. I enjoyed the storyline and like they were just really cute. They had chemistry, girl. This is the more the most invested that I've been <laughs> in a boomy. Well, character it was ever. done well. I'm not gonna lie, like it was. Um... So tell me, what do you think, like, towards the end, like, the baby plot was necessary? Or do you feel like it was just kind of tacked on? Okay, that I have some thoughts, but I've not really... I wanted to, like, build up to that point where I could, like, talk about it. The baby. Okay. I feel like... Hmm, so it was in- inevitable. The baby was going to be in the picture, uh, at some point because there were there was just far too much foreshadowing for a baby to not be there. Now, as a choice though, was that ideal for the characters? I don't think so. I think once they had come out, they could have just, you know, like ideally what I would have done in that situation if I was right on the movie, I would have been like, okay, see, these people tried to conform by getting married, um, and now, like, they don't have to stay together just to raise this child or just to have a child, but it's established really early on in the movie how uh, Sumi needed a child. She wanted a child more than needed a child, right? Because she was missing um, this baby that she's raised with her uh, ex-lover so she was missing she was feeling the need of that and also this also got really jarring and annoying at some point but the family the family pressure that was coming from both ends to make a baby and have a baby it I, was just annoying 
How do you feel? I disagree because I feel like throughout the whole movie, like even though they both have different love interests, I still feel like Raj and Boomi are really good. Like, sorry, their characters, Sumi and Jardel, are very good emotionally um emotional partners like they're very attentive to each other's needs right when the police officer like the neighbors come in or like when the families come to Hmm. town right and they're really really Hmm. emotionally compatible and so um i think that sumi's character was absolutely she wanted a child and i don't think there could have been a better like person to you know, legally adopt a child with than her, like, actual, you know, husband in the marriage, quote-unquote, right? It would not have been possible. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So, like, the you're emotional correct. presence, like, the emotional availability from coming from Raj, like, just character, Shardul, that was so crucial, right? And she wanted that. And I think that's what, like, kind of, like, sealed the deal at the end because, like, sure, coming out is one thing, but I think, like, this movie wanted to go just a tad bit beyond, right? And, you know, mm. that last scene where it's, like, you know, um, Sumi's father is, like, telling Rimjim, like, oh, like, you need to be there for the Go ceremony. sit there. You're, you're, yeah. yeah, you're the mother. Oh, my gosh. I, like, cried because that was so crucial. That was, like, so important. That was cute. So, I, you know, like, I, I can see it your way, too, but I definitely feel like the it was it, it needed to be there to mm. kind of, like, seal the whole picture together. So, I see. Yeah. So, tell me overall. Well, yeah. You know, in my world, I, I, I'll just say a baby is never the answer. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, like a baby is that the answer necessarily? They were still fairly young. I feel like as queer people recently had come out, they they had much more to do, maybe. But maybe the director or the writer thought that this was the perfect ending for them. And then the baby was just the perfectly tied ribbon in the end, right? Like the perfect bow um, wrapped with a bow, as they say. I, th- I think the, I think they wanted to show that there's still a ways to go. Like it's still not completely like legalized, right. For adoption hmm. or, Oh no. yes, that was. I think that was the bigger. Yeah, that was point the point that they were trying we, to drive home. Yeah, that was the the larger point that they wanted to drive home. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So tell me overall. For sure, that as queer people, you still cannot adopt. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me overall, right? Like, do you think it was preachy? Do you think it was like a social acceptance comedy, or like was did you find it entertaining? Dude, to so like hearkening back to what I said just now, right? It's just. Um, a lot of it felt like to me as if this movie was catering to um, like a heteronormative audience and understandably so because I don't think they have a conspicuous queer audience or ha- even have that statistic, right? They wouldn't know how many, what percent of people in India are gay that we can like direct this towards them, right? No. Yeah, so... In a lot of ways, it feels like a social acceptance comedy. And like you said, they went a little far and beyond to include the adoption in there um, to take this further and be like, you know what? Maybe this is going to be a successful lavender marriages with um, all these partners involved. And it can be polyamorous, but also not so much, right? Um yeah, a movie made for like social acceptance catered towards the heteronormative 
Um, yeah, it was. It does not get preachy, which I loved. You know, at no point does Raj mm-hmm. take off his shirt and like you know yell out this uh, monologue or soliloquy and just go off about like gay rights. It's not needed. People are smart. They will read between the lines. People who want to watch this movie will sit through out the entirety of the movie. They're not going to shut it off halfway and be like, ew, gay. No. Um, so it was smart. Smartly done. Mm-hmm. Not preachy. I don't, I don't think it was preachy. I think it was very sensitive the way they dealt with the character. But there's a certain queer aspect that I was missing from it. That's just my takeaway. What about you? Okay. Maybe you have a different I... feel of it. How did I you thoroughly feel? enjoyed it. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed okay. it. I think the humor was so on point with like the serious pieces with like also the level of like emotional support that the characters were giving to each other. It felt like they were very, very dynamic characters. And even the supporting cast, it felt like they had personality to them rather than just being like super one dimensional, like the mom hmm. or like, you know, um, different folks. And I, I really enjoyed it. Of course, like it wasn't preachy, which is like what we want at the end of the day. Yeah. So to me, I think the one thing that wasn't great was just like it was so long in terms of just like the too the, long going back and forth about the medical reports. I think that part was just like kind of unneeded, frankly. Um, yeah. It was giving weird stress like and anxiety. Prove... Like... Yeah. 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 So uh, for our audience, this is the part where they're uh, they're trying to you know. Um, her accusations at each other as to prove which one of them is like impotent, um, which one of them is like infertile, infertile um, as to why the baby's not happening. They're like, it's like a funny little back and forth between Raj and Bumi because Raj first lies about her being infertile um, and then she lies about him being infertile and there's like a size joke in there too somewhere. So yeah, it could have been a tad bit shorter it didn't yeah, that need part, to be like a whole could have been, sequence yeah, yeah could have been yeah, just but the pinched humor out was just on point did you feel yeah yeah the humor was like i was just like giggling hmm. it was time. a certain yeah. brand of humor that i'm not accustomed to um i did it did get a little bit it did get a few cackles out of me but not i didn't like you know roll on the floor i don't think it was in. lowbrow humor no. i think it was like yeah, I don't think it was like lewd or low brown. No, it was not. It was, like, That's not genuine, what I'm saying. Like, it's just, it's and... not my humor though. Yeah. Yeah, but they did a great job at writing in some jokes. Like they didn't write. This is what happens in a lot of rom coms or like movies like this, right? Where they write dialogue around the joke and then we're waiting for the joke to like unfold, right? But for this, like jokes were like written in. Even that part with um, the testing, the the poop testing, the stool testing, uh, with Renda, right? It's so ridiculous. Oh it's so bad. But that's what makes it fun, and that's what's gonna make it memorable to me, right? Because like I was like, oh my gosh, like that is funny. So I lied. I did laugh at that point. I did laugh at that bit. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? So I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself, frankly speaking. Um, highly Loves recommend. It. It's on Netflix. You guys should go watch it. Hey, listen, I have one more thing to add, and then we can conclude it because it just came to me. Uh, so the part that was missing, it just came to me. I feel like it was. They do not show the intimacy of these characters. Yeah, they show a little kissing, hugging. Not even kissing. They show a little bit of intimacy, like they're sleeping in the same bed together, respective partners. It would have just validated the queer experience for me. I would have personally loved it. And I would have been like, you know what? There you go. 
There you go, Raj. There you go, Gumi. Like, you did it. Yeah, as Rimjim said, please go watch Badai though on Netflix, uh, starring Raj and Bumi and Chum and Gulshan in supporting characters. Uh, you're going to enjoy it. And then write back to us wherever you want to. Rimjim, do you want to tell them our email, our yeah, Twitter, where find to us reach on us? At JabWePod, J A B W E P O D, on Twitter. And feel free to interact with us. Send us your thoughts and messages. Yes, absolutely. And then you can email us at jubbypot at gmail.com. We keep it simple and short just for you. Yep. Send us your ideas and suggestions. And if you'd like to be on as well. 